When the enemies with enemy picture me, my identities when they're checking my pedigree. This is my autobiography, more than a philosophy. Life is living, and I gotta be driven, given my history, rising above the odds of world war. You, world war, it's up, world war, it's you. I think we're fighting ourselves, world war, world war, it's you, world war, it's up. I think I'm fighting myself. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the World War You podcast. I'm your host, as always, Mansfield. And uh, to kick off today's episode, I'm going to read a quote. And it says, You can't think your way into a new way of living. You have to live your way into a new way of thinking. I'll read that one again. You can't think your way into a new way of living. You have to live your way into a new way of thinking. Now, what this quote is simply saying, in my own understanding, is that There's a lot of things that we say or a lot of things that we think of, but we actually do not do. And because of that, or the failure to decide on the action means that whatever it is we've thought of or we've said is going to die as a mental construct. It's not going to see the light of day. Now, I'll take you to the Bible just for reference. If you read the Bible in Genesis 1 verse 1, It says God created the heavens and the earth. Then from verse 2 onwards, it starts breaking down how he actually did it. So verse 1 is a mental construct. It's an idea. It's a statement. Then from verse 2 onwards, there's a decision to do action. So there's a decision to say, I've got a vision, which is verse 1. Verse 2 is now putting that vision into place. So we've got spiritual order. And then we've got physical order. So there's things that we think of and things that we say that need us to act, to actively decide to act in order for them to manifest into our world. Now, thinking about that, I also read an interesting blog on um, becoming a pilot. If you wish to become a commercial pilot and fly these huge aircraft, you know, such as the Airbus A380s or the Boeing 747s and the 777s, you actually need to complete 1,500 hours of flight time. And this is after you complete your Bachelor of Aviation. So you need to go to school for four years odd for you to get a Bachelor of Aviation. Then after that, you need to fly for 1,500 hours in order for you to become a commercial pilot. Now, if you were to divide 1,500 hours by 24 hours in a day, what this means is you need to fly for 62 and a half days nonstop. I'll let you think about that. 62 and a half days. That's over two months, nonstop, for you to qualify as a commercial pilot. And this standard is set by airlines not to test your ability or to prove that you can actually fly, but it's a standard set to ensure the safety of the customers. So in other words, 
when you study to become a pilot, you are not being paid to fly a plane. You are being paid to make decisions on behalf of the customers that you are flying. So this is what becoming a pilot is about. It's about being able to make decisions on behalf of the people that you're actually carrying. Now, for a lot of people, decision-making is difficult because they are tough decisions to make in life. But the ability to make decisions, whether good or bad, should be something that everyone should be working on because it is the difference between you living your best life or your worst life. We often hear people say, I made wrong choices or I made bad decisions or I could have made better decisions in this area or in that area. And that is because the result of any decision or the lack of any of a decision could be catastrophic or could be great. So if you decide today to say, I'm going to sleep in for another hour, I'm going to snooze my alarm for another hour, another two hours or half an hour, you have made a conscious decision to take away an hour of your time in the day. There will be results or there will be consequences of that action. The question that then I pose is, are you willing to accept those results because of the decision that you made? So going back to the pilot analogy, as I was reading that blog, they went on to actually explain that pilots are not paid whatever hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to actually fly the plane. They are there for three critical moments in any flight. Just three critical moments. Moment number one is when the plane takes off. Moment number two is if the plane experiences any turbulence or engine failure. Moment number three is landing the plane. So it could be a 16, 17 hour flight. These guys are only there specifically for three moments, which in their totality may not be more than 15 minutes. In their totality, they may not be 15 minutes. So for a plane to take off, it needs about seven minutes. For a plane to land, it needs about five minutes for it to actually hit the tarmac and get going. If there's turbulence, depending on is it weather related or whatever, it is forecasted not to last very long. It will come intermittently. But those are the three moments that pilots are paid so much for. And this got me thinking that if they have to go to school for that number of years and they have to have flight experience for 62 hours, but it's only for those three moments, how critical is it for them as an individual to be able to say, I want to do this and I want to fly? And it led me to realizing that for you to become a pilot, you need to be able to make great decisions on behalf of everyone else.
And so just thinking about that opened my mind to a lot of things as far as purpose is concerned, as far as our calling in life is concerned, that are you willing to take on the responsibility of those that come after you? You could be a father, you could be a mother, you could be a husband, you could be a wife. Are you willing to take on the responsibility of the people that look up to you? You could be a teacher, it could be your students, you could be a coach, it could be your team players. Whatever it is you're called out to do, there are people who are looking up to you to make the right decisions for them. Every passenger that is on a flight or on the plane is not necessarily trained to be a pilot. And the other funniest thing is this. If a pilot wants to fly from point A to point B, they also have to be a customer on that flight. So they need to trust someone else to make that decision for them. And this is where it becomes very tricky for a lot of us in life because we believe because we are the main decision maker or we are the decision maker, we cannot delegate the same decision or certain decisions to other people. I'll give you a classic example. My wife is a great decision maker and I'm a good decision maker. Now, that does not make me a bad person but I realized one thing that in order for us to achieve what we need to achieve as a family, in order for us to get to that place where we need to get to, I need to make the decision to allow my wife to make decisions for me. I need you to understand that bit. Don't let it just fly by your head. I had to make a decision to say, she makes great decisions, so I will allow her to make decisions for me. Because the one thing that I'm guaranteed is, and the one thing that I've actually seen is, she does not make selfish decisions. Every decision she makes is calculated and based on the family unit. She's not just one person to go and be like, I'm just going to decide to do this because it's going to benefit me. But she looks at the whole concept. She looks at everything in its entirety. And she makes a decision based on that. And that is what a pilot does. They are not making a decision to safeguard them or to protect them. But they will make a decision to protect every single life that is on the plane that they're flying. So when turbulence hits, their first instinct is, I need to make a decision that will save those lives over and above their own life. They will say, I need to make sure I save those lives. So whatever decision I'm going to make, whatever calculation I need to make right now, needs to benefit those people and not benefit me. As a result of that decision, they will benefit too if the plane actually lands safely. They will also survive. But the motivating factor was not their own life, but the lives that they are responsible for. So whatever it is that you are called to do, whatever vision that you have in your life for where you want to go, whatever your future is, you have 
the capability to make decisions right now to affect that result. If you make a decision right now to get your nails done with your rent money, you are deciding to be homeless in your future. If you make a decision to skip school today, you are making a decision to miss education in your future. So whatever your vision is, it comes down to your ability to make decision and to assume responsibility to make those tough decisions. Whether you make the decision or you don't make the decision, a decision has been made. That's how the world works. Either you proactively decide or you passively decide. Something is going to happen as a result of whether you making the decision or not making the decision. Something is going to happen. So I just want to encourage people that you need to take full control of your life. Your life is yours. You need to take full ownership. Treat your life as an airplane and you are the pilot. Whatever decision you make in whatever time you have is critical in you actually making it alive. If you're faced with turbulence, the decision that you are going to make is the difference between life and death. Like I said, you cannot think or say things and expect them to happen. You have to act. There's need for a decision to say, I want to quit smoking. There's need for follow through. There's need for an action for that to be a realization, for it to be a manifestation. Because I will not lie to you, people will never hold you accountable to things that you do not say. So if you come to me and say, Mansfield, I want to quit smoking, but you have no follow through action. You've just said it, but you're not making a conscious decision to actually do something about it. I will come and knock on your door every other day to ask you if you have quit smoking. And more chances than not, you're going to get annoyed by me knocking on your door and questioning if you've stopped smoking rather than you getting annoyed by the fact that you said something that you never decided to actually do. And that is the issue of self-esteem. Self-esteem is nothing but you holding yourself accountable to the promises that you make to yourself. That is the root of self-esteem. You look yourself into the mirror in the mirror and you say, I'm proud of who I see because you've been true to the promises that you made to yourself. Not the opinions of other people, not promises you made to other people, but the promises that you made to yourself. I'm going to be better at this because of one, two, three things. No excuses. It's all about execution. So there are certain decisions that you're making today in your life that are going to make sure that your plane will crash in the future. There are certain decisions that you are making today that will make sure that your plane will land safely in the future. So I want to challenge you today that 
whatever your purpose is or your calling is or what your vision is or wherever you are going with your life, take full control and take full ownership. Be responsible for the decisions that you are going to make. It all comes down to making decisions. It all comes down to making decisions. And one of the best decisions you can make is to realize that you are struggling with making decisions. So maybe you need to inquire of someone who can assist you to make those decisions. I gave you a classic example, my wife and I. I delegate a lot of decisions to her because she makes great decisions. But being an African man, I could go back and say, culturally speaking, I need to be the head of the house and I need to make decisions. But I just realized that as much as I make good decisions, they are not as good as she would have done. So it's not about masculinity. It's not about culture. It's not about me feeling good. It's about the people that rely on us to make good decisions. We've got two children. They need the best. They don't need good. They need the best. So because of that, I will make the decision to say she should make the decision on such and such things because her decision will be better than mine. It has nothing to do with me being the man of the house. And also, it does not make me any less because that is the power of delegation. There's certainly things that I'm great at that she is not. And there's certainly things that she's great at that I am not. The ability to see and realize and understand those things will make your life so much better. There are people in your life that can help you make the decisions that you are failing to make right now. But because you do not want to see, you want to hold on to social constructs. I won't be a man if I let another person make this decision for me. Or from where I come from, this is not how we do things. We all have strengths and weaknesses. If your weakness is someone else's strength, you are better off deciding for that person to make that decision for you because it is their strength. So do not put yourself in a rant. Do not leave yourself in a place where you struggle just because you're holding on to social constructs or because you're holding on to people's opinions of what your life needs to look like. Take full control. Take ownership, make the decisions that make a better future for you and whoever is looking up to you. You need to be able to be the pilot of your life and realize that you are not paid to fly a plane. You are paid to make decisions. That's why CEOs get paid millions of dollars. You never see a CEO sweeping a, a corridor or plunging the toilet. They're in a penthouse office making decisions. That's why they get paid so much. Because they make the right and best decisions for the organization. So you need to get to a place where you start doing the same with your own life. Whatever it is you are aiming for, whatever your vision is, wherever you are going. Be willing to make the tough decisions and be willing to even decide for other people to decide for you. That is what leadership is about. That is what growing is about. So that's all I just wanted to share with you guys. I hope this will help someone out there. 
And as always, I hope you and yours are safe. We'll catch you again next week.